0: Now in its third year, it's a Yank on the Footy with Craig Wessels, talking about the greatest game on the face of the earth. Sit back and enjoy, everybody. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 216 of a Yank on the Footy. I'm Craig Wessels coming to you from Sandusky, Ohio. Thanks for giving the episode a listen In this episode, I'm going to be sitting down with, quite frankly, one of the most challenging guests I have ever encountered. Okay, enough suspense. It's me. Uh, I'm continuing my discussion of my most memorable game, and I've had a few guests on thus far. I've got a few more that are scheduled to talk about their most memorable game, but I thought that I should... Take a few minutes and tell you about my most memorable game and uh, why it is that to me. And it's, it's uh, quite frankly, it's a game that many people have probably forgotten, but it's the one that I, it's the one I will always remember. hence it's my most memorable game, of course. Now don't forget that if you are interested in getting your local footy club getting a shout out during an upcoming episode, please drop me a note via email at Yankonthefooty at gmail.com. Shoot me a message over on Facebook. You can find uh, the podcast uh, page there, or Yank on the footy podcast. Uh, you can reach me on Instagram. Uh, look for Yank on the footy. Uh, find me on Twitter at Yank underscore on. But uh, absolutely, Or you can leave me a note over on my website, yankonthefooty.com. I'd absolutely love to hear from you and give your club a shout out. Now today's club of the episode, and this is one that I chose myself, I hadn't heard from anybody, today's club of the episode is the Rupina Football Club, and the Mighty Roos are part of the Wyala Football League in South Australia, and they're located on the northwest coast of the Spencer Gulf, so to the northwest of Adelaide. And under this club's umbrella, and this is one of the biggest groups that I have seen looking through clubs' websites and that sort of thing, they have seven different sports uh, that fall under the umbrella of the, uh, of the Mighty Ruse. from footy to cricket to basketball to netball to darts. This is the first club that I've encountered where they actually have a darts team, or at least it's been mentioned on their website, uh, and I thought that was kind of interesting. And as somebody who, you know, I appreciate looking at the uh, the imagery of the clubs. I love looking at the logos. If you've not seen the photos of my desk in my classroom, I have it covered with several dozen stickers. You know, one for all 18 of the uh, the clubs in the AFL. Lots of other assorted ones as well. And quite a few stickers from clubs that, uh, that people have uh, dropped in the post for me. And if you've got one, by all means, my mailing address is in the uh, show notes. If you want, if you got a sticker you'd like to share, I'd absolutely love to put it on display for you there in my classroom. But I really liked uh, reading up on the Roos, who've been around since 1968, uh, and they chose to go with what they called their double blue color scheme. And if you are here in the United States, it is uh, it, to me it's kind of reminiscent of the University of North Carolina, the Tar Heels. You know, the Tar Heels are, are typically kind of that, that powder blue and white with their with their uniforms. They'll, they'll mix some black in there as well, but they've also been wearing a lot of navy blue in their uniforms as well. And I have to tell you, as I was looking through the, the website, I, uh, I when I came across the specials at the uh, club's restaurant, and I, I can safely say that if I was in uh, Wyala Nori, I'd be wanting to sit down this weekend and try some of the uh, the beer-battered Flathead and chips because uh, the the menu at the restaurant looks absolutely fantastic. And I had to be, I had to be honest, I had to Google what Flathead was. Um, I mean, I know it's a type of fish. I understand that concept. And it's not the most attractive-looking fish, I must say. But I bet it's absolutely fantastic. Now, before I i, I move on, though, I, I, I do want to pass along my condolences. I know the club is mourning the loss of... Um, an absolute icon with the club, uh, somebody who's a former player, he was one of their committeemen, uh, and he's just been an all-around supporter for a long time, uh, a gentleman by the name of Jeff Havers, and uh, it sounds like he was an absolute icon around the club, and I pass along my condolences to his family, to the club itself. Um, Very sorry to hear about your loss. Now, folks, If you would like to share your most memorable game, I would absolutely love to talk to you about that, because uh, I think this is a fun series uh, to just help you reminisce about something that that means a lot to you. Uh, It's something that helps me then to learn a little bit more about the game as well, because I'm I'm learning about specific events, specific uh, leagues that maybe I had not heard about before, because I know I have one that uh, I believe I'm going to be doing an interview next week where it's a game out of the VFA. Uh, so I'm looking forward to uh, having that discussion. But if you got a most memorable game, please reach out. I'd love to sit down and chat with you, whether you be here in, uh, you know, in Australia, or maybe you're part of the USAFL, or you're part of a, uh, a footy league somewhere else around the world, like we did with uh, with Michael Gallus not too long ago as well. Uh, but Love to absolutely talk to you. You can reach me again at yankonthefootygmail.com or head over to my website, yankonthefooty.com. Now, as I told you, my, uh, my most memorable game is, quite frankly, a rather obscure one. Now, for those of you who've been following the podcast for a while, you know that I started watching the game back in 2016. So it's only been seven years now, going on seven years thereabouts. And I began watching the game almost by chance. Uh, If you have not listened to the first episode of the podcast, I strongly recommend going back and listening to that. Because that kind of lays out how I got to the point where I fell in love with the game. But uh, as far as coming up with uh, my most memorable game, it's actually from 2017. And I was watching a few games here and there late in the 2016 fixture. Uh, Because that's when our football season was starting here. And that's when I was watching uh, games, when I was getting home from announcing our games. And I would turn the television on and I saw a game there. And I remember vaguely seeing it when I was a kid on ESPN, but I hadn't followed all that closely. And I just became fascinated by it. And And I've become as voracious a supporter of this game as I possibly can, wanting to learn as much as I can. And as I've said many times, using this podcast to try to tell other Yanks, if you will, or other people around the world, quite frankly, that this is a game you should check out because it has absolutely everything. It's, it's the greatest game on the planet. But as I was watching into 2016 and then into 2017, I, I had convinced my wife, I think 2017 was the first time that I got my access to the Watch AFL app, which allows me to watch all of the games live, all of the television programming that's on uh, Fox footy, that type of thing. Uh, and they've really done a great job of expanding and bringing a lot of older games on there as well, so I can even go back and and uh, and dive into that. And actually just got my code to log back into the Watch AFL app for 2023 this morning, so I got myself set back up so I can actually get back into there. But throughout 2017, you know, again, I had not become a a, a member of the club that I became a supporter of because I didn't realize... That that was actually a thing until really 2019, I believe was the first time I did it. Because uh, so the first first couple times that I got to watch AFL app, I was just getting it um, as a standalone thing, and now I get it through my my international membership. But throughout 2017, I'm watching games every weekend, and I'm trying to figure out you know who interests me, what clubs are 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 the ones that I want to consider supporting. And you know, I I did some research. I, I had, I'd compiled like a spreadsheet of like the previous fifteen years in terms of the success that clubs have had, and uh, I had narrowed it down to three clubs. And and I'll mention those to you. They were Collingwood, Brisbane, and Geelong. And the uh, you know, you go back to twenty seventeen. You look at the ladder. Brisbane won the wooden spoon. They were five wins and seventeen losses. That it premier a. Uh, Percentage of only seventy four. Collingwood finished nine and twelve, with one draw, and uh, they had a slightly more respectable um, percentage of ninety nine, but still nothing to write home about. But I wasn't necessarily sold on the Cats yet because I had I kind of had my my reasoning for why I was deciding which club I wanted to support, and it was mainly because yeah. I, I had decided early on, I wanted to try to avoid maybe having one of the clubs that was in the the metropolitan area of Melbourne. I've said that, I think, back in episode one. I haven't listened to that first episode for a while. But I was looking for something that was kind of on the outskirts. So, you know, at at that point in time, you know, the clubs in WA and in South Australia, Brisbane, Gold Coast was even, you know, a, a possibility, um... And that, that sounds, that sounds worse the way I said it there. And that, that was not meant to denigrate Gold Coast. That was, I'm I, sorry about that. But, you know, and then of course the cats and I, and I, like I said, I had it nailed down to the pies, the cats and the lions. And, uh, and I don't necessarily think that the, 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 the latter position in 2017 is what sealed the deal. Hat tip to the v- band Volbeat, by the way, for that, uh, great song, by the way, and my most memorable game, the one that pushed me over, it, le- it led to me becoming a fan of one player in particular. And he was the person that pushed me into the Geelong camp. And it's not somebody you know, that you would think would be that, that, uh, that player that would, you know, get you to support the Cats. And again, you know, if, if you, if you divest yourself for a moment You know, from being a supporter of Richmond, being a supporter of the Swans or West Coast or whatever the case may be, and you were a free agent and looking for a club to support. You're just coming into following the game, but you know about the game. And you look at the Cats, even back in 2017, and they finished second on the ladder. You looked at that club and you realized there's a lot of talent on that club. You know, you had Joel Selwood. You had Patty Dangerfield, who had just come over recently. Tom Hawkins was there. This was still a, you know, Mitch Duncan was there. This was still a very good club in 2017. But none of those guys were the ones that pushed me over the edge. And this was a round 19 matchup. Okay, round 19. So we're, we're late in the season. It's the Cats playing the Carlton Blues in round 19 and we are at what is soon to be Marvel Stadium we're at Docklands and this is a this is a game that the Cats won handily okay they won it 123 to 58 18 15 123 to 8 10 58 now it wasn't simply the fact that they won by such a wide margin because they had been winning by wide margins lots of clubs had been you know you had you know, Port Adelaide had a percentage of 129, Adelaide of, of almost 136 for the year, um, Sydney 126. I mean, there were some clubs that were scoring a lot of points, but it wasn't Tom Hawkins. It wasn't Joel Selwood or Mitch Duncan uh, or Paddy Dangerfield. It was it was a young man who was early in his career as well uh, by the name of nakaya Kakatu. And this was a game that, uh, going back and looking at it, was was rather interesting because it's it was Harry Mackay's second game with the Blues. He had played the previous week, kicked his first goal. This was a game where he kicked his first multiple goal game. He had two goals in this game, uh, only four disposals, but he made them worthwhile with with two goals. Levi Casbolt had three goals for the uh, the Blues this game as well. This was a huge game for Tom Hawkins. He had six goals. Um, Jordan Murdoch had three, Patty Dangerfield had two, Zach Smith had two, and Zach Smith had a goal in this game that was a, uh, a kick on the move that you wouldn't expect somebody of, of his size to be able to, uh, to put through the sticks, but he did. It was a phenomenal goal. But Nakia Kakatu, that game, because again, you have to keep in mind, I'm coming to watch footy from the mindset of watching the NFL and watching college football here in the United States, where there's a there, there's a lot of hitting and tackling and that sort of thing. Yes, they wear pads, I know. Uh, but there's there still is a lot more of that physicality than you're going to see in, say, soccer. Um, and Nakaya Kakatu, and I, I've said this in a previous episode, it was as though he was like a bull in a china shop. He looked like a linebacker in the NFL to me as I'm watching this and he kicked three goals this game and unfortunately after the third goal he tweaked his hamstring and it was this was something that that, that he dealt with this these soft tissue injury, injuries for the next couple of years with the Cats before he ultimately ended up moving on to Brisbane and I'm and I'm, I'm glad he's with Brisbane I'm, I'm I wish he could get more games and I understand Brisbane's got a really really good midfield I, I understand that but it's just nice to see him healthy and back out there and getting some playing time. But this game is the one in particular, his performance in this game. And he had three goals. He had, he had 12 disposals, four tackles, and one of those tackles, one of those tackles. And this was in the second quarter. And if you go back, and you can, I'm going to put a link to the highlights in uh, the show notes uh, from uh, from YouTube. There was a tackle that he put on Simon White down in the pocket. And it was... It was that tackle that ultimately—that was, I think, the moment where I said, "This is my club. This is the club I want to support." Because he—it's what we would call here in in gridiron football a decluter, where it wasn't like he just brought him down. It was—it was as though. It was as though his, his hip was kind of on a little bit of a, a hinge, and he got hit, and he went from being perpendicular with the grass to being parallel to the grass to being in the grass almost instantaneously. It was just one of those hits that you see in, in, in football here in the U.S. that just gets you out of your seat. Like, hell yeah, that's awesome. And it's what sold me to support this club. Now, I'm going to be... I, I could, I'm gonna I know I can say this I'm going to be the biggest Nakaya cockatoo fan in the United States. Although I am trying to lose weight, I'm down almost 52 kilos, but I'm still going to be the biggest Nakaya cockatoo fan in the United States. I want to see him succeed. I want to be him see him be successful. I'd love to see him get into the 22 each week with the Lions yeah, I'm, I'm glad he's back with the club this year. I'd love to see him back out there on a consistent basis, but I, I I know it's, it's tough there, but I, I wish him nothing but the best. He is the reason I became a cat supporter and I'm sliding open a drawer right now. And I have, and you can't see it, but it's, I'm holding it up and looking at it right here. It's my little AFL footy badge that uh, Dave James sent to me of Nakaya Cockatoo number five with the cats there. It's still in the packaging. It's going to stay in the packaging, but, uh, it's something that i will treasure because he at that moment is is what pushed me into wanting to be a cat supporter and it was something that that many people would just look at as being innocuous it was a hard hit but for for someone like me who was just trying to figure out who do i want to support what what do i want to get out of this game am i you know i and and this and again this was still at a point in time where people were just starting to think that I was crazy for following this game. I'm still at this point in time almost well, actually over two years away from starting the podcast so it was just it was that moment and again like i said this was a this was a game where tom Hawkins was phenomenal you know he had six goals and a behind um with twenty seven twenty seven twenty seven disposals from tom Hawkins twenty seven disposals i mean it's uh you know, he had seven inside fifties and, and, and kicked six goals in a behind. It's just, it was amazing that, that, that he played that great of a game. And it wasn't, and it wasn't, it, it was not Hawkins that, that drove me into being a cat supporter. It was the performance of Micaiah Cockatoo. And again, this was, this was at a point where I was still learning the game. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm. And I guess, I'm sure you can say there are still things that I don't know about the game that I do need to learn, okay? I don't, trust me, I don't know everything. I'm trying to learn as much as I possibly can, which is why I love talking to you about the things that are important to you, the most memorable things to you. But this game was the one that drove me into the Cats camp. Now, I, I know I've said, it. you know, one of the things that, that did assist with that is the fact that they're major sponsor is ford and and ford has been a part of my family for quite some time ford helped to put a roof over my head food on my table Well, let's be honest too much food on my table when i was younger and probably even not that long ago but we're working on that but you know my grandfather my my father my uncle my brother-in-law my cousin even my sister for a couple of years during college worked at Ford. There's like 170 years, 175 years of working at Ford for my family. So that was something that helped to kind of push me in that direction. But it was that hit from Nakaya Cockatoo on Simon White that galvanized me being a cat supporter. And I'm absolutely ecstatic that I made that choice. Now, do I do I wish that he was still playing with the cats and was, was still part of their 22? absolutely I do you know it's 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 been a it's been a hard luck um run for him with the injuries that he has and, and again I wish him nothing but the best I, I I watching him play even to this day he plays with to me what looks to be a lot of joy he's got a smile on his face all the time when he's playing it is just it's so much fun to watch him play and 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 i see that from other players as well but again this is you know this is kind of from my biased lens if you will because this is the guy this is the young man who helped me become a supporter of this club and again for those of you who don't know and maybe maybe this is the first time you're turning, you're tuning in you know i'm somebody who grew up watching the game of baseball here in the united states which is played at the same time of year as the afl fixture. I love the game of baseball. And I did an episode not too long ago about how I believe that game is absolutely destroying itself. And I stand by that. I stand by that. I, th- I think that baseball is going to start becoming, unfortunately, less and less relevant in this country because there are so many mistakes that I truly believe they are making in terms of the way the game is played. And I won't go into those again. You can go back and listen to that uh, that episode. Um, but I'm just I'm just thrilled that I became a Cats supporter. And it was this game. A, a, a game that most people have probably forgotten. A round 19 game from 2017. That's the one that did it for me. That's the one that pushed me into the Cats camp. And of course, they ended up getting knocked out of the finals by Adelaide. And then Adelaide, of course, got thumped pretty handily by Richmond in their first premiership in what was it I believe 37 years Um, but it was uh it's a game I'm never going to forget because of something as uh, you may be thinking as simple as but something to me as important as that tackle is the thing that said okay this is your club and and it was like I said. It was me looking at it through the prism of being a, a gridiron fan, you know. And I and I have told people that I've spoken to, um, on multiple occasions, that I you know watching this young man play, because he plays with reckless abandon. You know, he's not afraid to hit and mix it up and that type of thing. He's a very physical player, and and uh, and maybe that that has led to maybe some of the the times where he's not been able to get, a, get, into, a, get into a game because of, uh, because of injuries. And, I, and again, I wish him nothing but the best. I, I wish him an absolutely long career. I hope it goes on for another six or eight years and he you know has a great deal of success. Now, of course, if they're playing the Cats in the grand final, I hope the Cats win. But uh, if the Cats aren't there, I would love to see him getting a premiership trophy or getting a uh, pr- premiership medal. And holding up the trophy um but it's just it's you know i'm i'm getting i wouldn't say i'm getting necessarily getting emotional here but i'm i'm I'm, j- I'm reminiscing about this because it's 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 kind of a feel-good thing for me because it's it's where i i realize that this is what's important to me this this is this game matters to me i mean the game of aussie football not necessarily this game in specific from 2017 but australian rules football is important to me and and i've said this to people on multiple occasions i i thank you for sharing the game with me i thank you for your patience as i'm learning and i'm trying to share my insight it's uh it is the greatest game on the planet hands down hands down the greatest game on the planet it, it is, in terms of, of sports being played on, on grass with a ball, all of the other ones are like playing checkers or playing a game of chess. But if you're a Star Trek fan, you may, may remember where they played like uh, multi-level chess, where there was a chess board that had like three or four different levels. The way this game is played, that's what this game is like. This is like that multi-level chess that Spock used to play with uh, Captain Kirk. Or whomever. And, uh, you know, he'd play with Bones, the physician, and and Bones would get his butt kicked and say, "Damn it, Jim, I'm not a chess player, I'm a doctor. If you're not a Star Trek fan, that won't make a bit of sense to you folks. But I've kind of talked about this enough, but again, I want to thank the Cats for helping me fall in love with this club. I want to thank Nakaya Cockatoo for being the straw that this is not the best metaphor, but that broke this camel's back to fall in love with this club and become a fan of his. I tip my cap to you, sir. I wish you nothing but but the best. I wish you all the happiness that you can find in the world. Thank you for helping me become a supporter of yours and a supporter of the Geelong Cats. I truly, truly appreciate that. And it's this is my most memorable game. And again, I would love to hear yours. So if you have a game that you we'll never forget and maybe there's a story behind it maybe the game is not is even secondary maybe it's something that happened in the stands i don't know did you propose to your girlfriend at a game i don't I, does anybody do that that just popped into my head i mean i i proposed to my wife in front of her students in her classroom so i i'm uh, i know that 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 will occasionally happen in in unique situations there um uh, but I'd love to hear from you. Okay, reach out, you know, check out all my contact information in the show notes. They're all listed there. They're all linked. You can go right to my Gmail account, yankonthefooty, You can go to my website, yankonthefooty.com. If you've got a memorable game, I would absolutely love to hear from you. Now, I am reaching out right now to as many of the different club-specific podcasts that I can fa- find to work on setting up uh, my preview episodes because I do plan on doing a preview episode for all 18 clubs heading into the 2023 fixture. I got every club last year except for Richmond, and I'm still convinced that the Richmond supporters, you know, blackballed me and said, "Hey, you know what? You uh, you keep giving us grief about having to travel across those you know wide crock-filled rivers between uh, Punt Road and Marvel Stadium there." But uh, I think I've got somebody lined up. Um, hopefully he doesn't hear this and decide he doesn't want to come on either. But folks, remember you can find everything related to the podcast over at my website, a yank on the footy.com. You can get on the mailing list there. So when a new episode comes out, it's in your inbox almost immediately. If you want to leave a review for the podcast, if you enjoy the show, it really helps where I can then, uh, demonstrate to people that, that other people enjoy the content that's here. The best thing you can also do is share the podcast. Tell your friends about it. Tell them about this, this crazy yank who loves your game. And uh, if you want to help out the podcast, certainly you can click on that buy me a coffee button on there and help keep the lights on here, which actually our power did go out at our house earlier today. And if you got any kind of an idea for a guest for the show, drop me a note. I'd love to hear from you. I do respond to my emails. I do um, yeah, I'm, I, I get DMs on Twitter, uh, through Instagram and through Facebook. I know they're called instant messenger there, messenger there, but you get the idea. I hear the, I get those all the time. I do respond. I do want to talk footy with you. Okay. And again, you'll find everything for the podcast over at my website and also linked in the show notes, folks, look out for one another, check up on your friends, let them know you you care, make sure that they're, they're okay. Let them know you're Okay. I truly appreciate all of you who do listen the 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 kind words I'm still I'm just humbled by the comments that I get from so many of you. I I can't thank you enough for that. This is uh, this is my passion. This is what I love to do. Now I do have a little something that I'm working on that's not related to the podcast that it's I, I don't want to say too much about it right now uh, but i'm I'm exploring something that that could be a very unique experience for me and uh all I will say is uh as far as a hint and I don't even know if this is feasible I don't know if it can happen I'm exploring it uh all I will say as far as a hint goes um if you go back and listen to my discussions with michael gallus um it might give you a bit of an idea of what it is that I'm thinking about doing without actually saying it, because I don't know if it's going to come to fruition. I don't know whether or not uh, it's actually feasible, but it's something I'm certainly exploring and certainly checking out. So again, folks, check out, check up with your friends, make sure they're okay. Thanks for the kind words. Please subscribe, share it with a friend. And until next time, ladies and gentlemen, may your dribble kick never hit the post. I will catch you later. This has been episode two hundred and sixteen of a Yank on the Footy. Again, don't forget that you can reach me at a Yank on the Footy at gmail dot com over on Twitter at Yank Underscore On You can reach me at a Yank on the Footy podcast or search out my name on Facebook, Craig Wessels. I'm also on Instagram. You can find me on LinkedIn as well. And I do hope you'll share the podcast with your friends and family. And until next time, everybody, goodbye.